0: Hello, what's going on? My name is Rich Ryan, bringing you a new Torque Talk. Torque Talks are when we talk with some of the top athletes in the game of obstacle course racing that all I have assembled to create the Obstacle Racing Collab. One of those members, his name is Mark Godet, and Mark Godet, he is going to be going down to Jacksonville this weekend to race at the first stop at the U.S. National Series, amongst other torque athletes like Annie Doobie, Vince Bukowski, Nick Riker, and Logan Broadbent. So a whole slew of great athletes who are going to be down there. But today I'm joined by Mark Adet and super special guest David Magida. And what we're going to do, we're going to go over the course map. Well, they released the course map earlier today, so we're going to take a look at it. We're going to go over the differences between this year and next year and some of the things that are going to stick out to us immediately about how to kind of go about this race and what are some tactics that we're thinking uh, firsthand, and just what to really expect. So I think this is going to be really fun, really cool way to bring some insight to you from some of the top athletes in the sport that have lots of experience. So let's freaking do it. All right, gentlemen, thanks for joining today. So you guys did a bit of a drive. Where where are you? Where are you? Like, Mark, where, where are you guys right now?
1: Uh, we are in Southern Pines, North Carolina, um, just outside of Fayetteville. Uh, we're about, I guess, five five and a half hours north of Jacksonville, so about halfway between um, between DC and uh, in Jacksonville. Oh, so that's not a terrible drive you had today. That's like manageable.
2: We were in the car for like what, five five hours.
1: Yep, no. five five and a half
2: hours. Yeah, we yep. hit some traffic. It was fine.
0: Because that DC traffic, you should be straight shot then tomorrow, right? It should be easy.
1: We're going to leave
2: pretty early. So yeah, it should be clean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It should be about five hours. We're going to try to get down there late morning and uh, have a little bit of downtime before the Spartan cross.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about the Spartan cross too, because like looking at this map, it seems like it's going to be pretty predictable where it's going to be. But let's talk about the sprint course first. I mean, that's like the main event. That's what you guys are headed down there for. Um, and the Spartan cross is a little bit of a bonus. Uh, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So when you're looking at this map, first thing, like David, what's like your first impression from this? Because you haven't run this course, right? You, but you were there.
2: 2019. Mm -hmm. I was there. I ran around the, all the terrain and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess my first impression of this is, uh, there's a lot of running on the front end of this course. Yeah. So, you know, it's like one of those things where, and it looks like a half mile in you hit the water and then everything will bunch up. So people are going to go out hard. It's going to bunch up. And then, uh, you got about a mile and a half before bucket to just absolutely let it rip with pretty much nothing in your way, but, but terrain.
0: So really that's it. And, and from looking at this, it might be like one nastier spot of terrain. It looks like the sa- like you go in the same place that the sandbag was last year. Um, and Mark, you remember that start last year, right? Like that, the, from the start to the number two, which, what are they calling it? Are they just calling that water crossing? Oh, it's right. There's a hay wall, I guess, right before it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> how how much do you actually think that is? Because like last year, it seemed like it was pretty quick by the time we got to the water. It felt it felt like we were there immediately.
2: I, I think you guys hit it in like two and a half minutes, and
1: then you were in the water for like two and a half. That yeah, seemed about right. It was was it, it that
0: long? Really?
1: I don't think it wasn't definitely wasn't a half mile. It had I'd say a quarter to a third of a mile. I'd say we were in the water last year. I know it, it was about
2: the five I was just watching the, the re- replay of the race. And um it was like about five minutes into the race when guys were exiting the water, five, five and a half minutes.
0: Hopefully it's shorter last year, like just looking at the map, and I don't know if it's to scale or not. The, the map from last year that I've been able to kind of look at it, it looks like it's drawn longer, but I don't know if they're just doing this by hand and like, it just looks longer or if it's actually going to be longer or shorter this and year.
2: It looks to me like it's going to be shorter but that last year. I thought they literally sent the guys like across this Lake as opposed to now it's like you do a little loop and you come back, which is more like reminiscent of the West Virginia water uh, obstacle that they had
0: it was almost like an out and back last year. Right. And it, and it just kind of went like it did go and you did take a left and then you spun directly around, um, where the West Virginia was like a loop last year. Anyway, that was the worst. (laughs) That was the craziest thing ever. Um, so yeah, you're right though. But like, like looking at this from like, say that is, you know, say that's just under a half a mile. Um, like say it's like 600 meters to get to the water. And then after that, there's basically no obstacles.
2: Well, I, you know, I'm trying to decide if, if it sends you through the water a second time right before Obstacle 3. I I'm see. Trying to, I'm trying to decide if that's in the water or adjacent,
1: but it doesn't really change your game plan. Rich, am I, am I reading this right? That this looks very similar to the start from last year. and that, it's om- it's a, Yeah. That dog leg back in the woods is where Wall was last year, correct? Correct. Okay. So if, it's, if we're running the same path, it is right along the water?
2: Okay.
1: Uh, we didn't go back in, but this is exactly where we started last year. Like, um, Right about three was was just before we hit the uh, monkey bars, right?
0: Yeah, monkey bars looks like around that turn, that first turn where it says mile one.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I think we went around that. So when you get out of those woods there, those woods are a little bit nasty. There was some mud and the footing's not great, yeah. but it's not that bad. And then when you come out, it's like groomed. It's you like...
2: Can, like um, I. I think the super has got some of the
1: nastier terrain, like in those deeper woods.
0: It looks like that. Like it looks like that. Looks like the 2019 super. Yeah,
1: yeah. if that's getting back in there, that's close to where we did the sandbag carry last year. That's going to be pretty marshy terrain back there on the super course.
2: And then everything between mile two and mile three is like wide open, like just it's going to be dry and fast there.
0: I agree, and I remember it being like there was. It looks right where. So let, let's back up a little bit, right, and hit that like um, where that the sandbag was last year, where it's right by number thirteen when you come out hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty. That was pretty nasty. I, I remember that being, you know, also uncomfortable because there was a sandbag on my back. But the footing was like not great. It was. It would. I feel like it'd be tough to run back there. Um, Mark, what do you think about it? You, like going over because it? it looks that looks identical.
1: Yeah, I think it's. If I remember, it was kind of uneven footing, standing water kind of sh- up to like over the ankles, mm-hmm, splashing yeah. around periods of like kind of sticky, slippery mud. So it's, it's kind of ones where you try to hug the side along the wood line and stay dry as long as possible. And then you've just got to just go for it on some of those areas where there's no, no avoiding it and just plow through the water
0: yeah david what have you found in in that those type of conditions like what do you think is a good approach when it's like muddy and like you're not really sure what which each step is going to be and like it's like maybe good mud versus definitely worse mud like how do you make that call
2: i mean the reality is this race is so fast that you don't have you can't be like hesitating on that stuff so i think the biggest thing is is it's I, I told him, I'm, I just tell myself all the time on these types of courses, cadence, 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 like turnover. Like I'm just looking for, I don't, you might lose the length of stride, but you don't have to lose your turnover. And that's going to help you kind of stay stable through that nasty stuff.
0: That's smart. Like keeping that foot underneath your hip a little bit, like with that faster turnover can get there. And it should help with the power output too, and make it a little bit easier to get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you are saying, like, just be decisive. <laughs> just don't, wherever you are, don't worry about it and just, run hard um and then another kind of obstacle with those hurdles coming out and then it's like it's pretty runnable at that part last year I remember it being muddy coming out of that nasty part but it's not covered by trees you're out in the open that's kind of where they were able to pick up back on like the the video feed a little bit this new sure. this this next part's new um do you think that whole loop is the bucket
2: Over by 14? looks like. I think it is. I think it's a huge bucket carry. So we're we're looking at like a quarter mile maybe.
0: Yeah. So
2: I even think they had a quick, because remember, like there's no sandbox. So they're probably going to double down on the bucket.
0: It makes sense. Do you like that move? Is that smart? Is that a good, good compromise?
2: I mean, in reality, like what's, I mean, if it's a 600 meter bucket or something like that, like what's harder? Like, like, Two three hundred meter carries or one six hundred meter carry. Yeah, so the long one's the one that'll crush people. Totally, so like I, I think it's awesome.
1: I think it's pretty badass. I think it's also needed with with how tight everyone's going to still be at that point. I mean, I think we'll be probably broken into a couple of different packs by that point. But I think something's needed right there, and Bucket will probably do that if you go over a quarter mile of separating the field a little bit before <clears throat> we we get down into that gauntlet of of obstacles.
0: Right. You don't want everybody coming to the spear at the same time, right? Like it needs to have something like break it up. Um, and that could be some nasty footing looking at it from from this angle. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember what that looked like visually, but maybe it's nasty footing. Or actually, Mark, we may have done our cool down on that road and it might be pretty – remember when we did that big loop last year? We kind of came around yeah. this way.
1: Yeah, we were definitely in that area. And um, that was pretty
0: flat. That was, pretty, that was like dirt road too.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that a is that water that it's going around or is that just a? No,
2: can't
0: really tell.
1: It's yeah. really hard to say what some of these things are.
0: Um, it might just be far like farm. I don't think that's water. I don't, I don't necessarily okay. remember, but I don't doesn't really look like it. Um, so do you think it's a? Is it a race to the bucket? Like,
2: do you I mean, me? yeah. I think for for me, it is. I think it is for me too. I mean, if, I think for people that are, um, that like running is their strength as opposed to obstacles, like they're just trying to put as much damage to the field as possible in that time. And then the people who are like very obstacle proficient, it's like, you're, you're basically hoping to not be redlined by the time you get to the obstacles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I'm with you. If I was going to in this race, I would be running as hard as I possibly could to get there and just, like, worrying about it when it happens. but Because,
2: like, if you explode, odds are so is everybody else around you, so.
0: And, right, but, like, you and you guys are going to be the two of the fastest runners in the field. You know, I would expect it to be, you know, you two. I, Woods might see that as an opportunity, but Kempson's going to be able to kind of hang there. I don't know. BJ's, BJ's fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's just going to be – and when you get to that bucket, what do you think? Like – you get a hammer?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you yeah. like, from that point forward, you kind of sell out, right? I think you just we're supposed to be like, oh, you know, you sell out the first two miles, then you sell out the bucket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean You run fast uh, at the beginning, you know, fast in the middle, and then are fast <laughs> at the end. You're good you know, it's like how
2: you run an 800, right? There's like a coast somewhere in there, but it's uh no, I mean, I think the reality is like um, there are a lot of obstacles in the, in the last mile and a quarter of this race. And, and those are hard, but at the same time, like you, you'll catch your breath on a lot of those. So like, if you're gassed when you get to them, that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And at that point, like it, it, it's, it would be hard to catch people who aren't making mistakes. Yes.
1: Know? Yeah. Um, I think
2: if you get separated, if you, if you lose contact with like who you're supposed to be racing. In this in this one, your 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 goose is cooked. Like you're, you're gonna have a really hard time reeling anybody back in.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
2: The only then, time that I'd say I don't think that's true is like before you hit the water, because like we will all bunch up.
0: Yeah, that's gonna bunch up immediately. So like that, that that start, it's gonna be almost like just getting in position, like and trying not to burn too much just because you're gonna get every you're gonna it's gonna go so slow, so fast. Um and then it's and then it starts to get so when a course is set up like this, David, have you ever seen a course this dense (laughs) in one spot like this?
2: No, I mean honestly, no. Um, I can't think of some. I think you were saying what Fort Benning
1: was like that. So Fort Benning was was pretty similar where they had like an airstrip blast few hundred meters where it was just like the gauntlet of 90% of the obstacles that we ran for for best ranger. And I think Asheville in 2019 a little bit like this where a lot of running and then it was just like 10 obstacles back to back to back in the last half mile. Yeah. But yeah, you don't see this very often. I mean, if
2: you even look at it, it's like it Bucket's 14 and you got 15 and 16 um, which are um,
1: Inverted yeah, Wall
2: Inverted Ooh. Wall and Atlas. Okay. After that, it's really everything else for the entire race in the last like three quarters of a mile, which is <laughs> really nuts
0: because yeah even the the obstacles that are before this because sometimes you'll see something like even last year where there was z wall and monkey bars out and other uh, like breaking up the the obstacles before the sam the the bucket they're not really even obstacles (laughs) you know this is like straight up run um like some yeah sometimes you'll get an obstacle somewhere
2: all the grip stuff is all crammed into one mix it's hoist and then cargo spear right Plate drag, multi rig, tire flip, Z wall, and then you come out of the barbed wire with muddy hands immediately into the monkey bars. So oh, it's yeah. like it's like a bunch of grip together, and then the and like if they put that barbed wire crawl on the uphill, that big uphill that's all muddy, then we could have absolute carnage on those monkey bars.
0: That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, like spray down or something. Like it, it's going to be wetish, you, like, and that's like weird sand that doesn't.
2: It's like Sorry. turns to like this clay, slippery clay mud stuff, like donks up your hands. Yeah. Gently.
0: That's true. That's a, that's a, that's interesting. And that's like, you know, what is that? Maybe a less than a quarter mile. No, I guess about a half mile from the finish.
2: Yeah. I mean, really, it's just like and then they really if you can get through the Z wall before that without any problems, the monkey bars seem like the only thing that could be issued just because of the mud underhands. But
0: hmm. Yeah that's that's an interesting point. And we're thinking this is like this because Spartan Cross like this is the Spartan Cross course, right? Like it, yeah, it from what
2: I've gathered about what Spartan Cross is going to have, like I know there's a vertical cargo net, I know there's a hoist, a rope climb and a plate drag. I know those are guaranteed obstacles on the course. So um so that would make sense.
0: So if they just if we start if it starts at um percoist eighteen. You skip the spear and you skip the fire jump. I think that's ten obstacles.
2: Yeah, ten or eleven, and that's and they're expecting ten or eleven each lap. So that actually makes the most sense for the Spartan Cross loop. Um, so and the loop for Spartan Cross is going to be, um, I believe it's like eleven hundred meters a lap. So yeah,
0: yeah. I did that um, I think that would kind of work if it just kind of hugs back up around there because that's that's runnable. You kind of run through there on the race.
2: And is that the sport, this, the, the motocross course, right? So is that all rolling hills the whole yeah. time? Because it doesn't look like it on the elevation profile. You see like one bump and that's it. So
0: leading, uh, Mark, last year after the spear, right? When we kind of, one of our tournament, we beelined it down to the bucket. And the yeah. bucket was where 23 and 24 are now. But just kind of like, mm-hmm. it, it was just like a notch out to the side. That was pretty flat after the spear, do you yeah. right? Like you don't hit the the mogul stuff until after I would what looks like the Z wall.
2: And by moguls, we mean like three of them, right? It's not like a lot of them.
0: Um,
1: it's not. Yeah, th- three or four. Actually, I, four or five, I would say.
0: Yeah, uh, it goes up. Like uh, maybe two between twenty four and twenty five, and maybe well, twenty five is one.
2: There's one big one right but we, the question is whether you run it or crawl crawled it last year yeah
0: that was the biggest one it's hard, it, 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 yeah. hard for me to kind of like think about it beyond uh, yeah, yeah
2: that, that's the biggest one by a lot but they've been teasing us garfield's been teasing like oh this got some elevation here all we need is some barbed wire like i, I feel like he's not gonna barbed wire this year because <laughs> like, he's just trying to like mess with people because that's very Garfield.
0: I mean, I think in terms, do you think in terms of placement for a race, like how it would affect the race, it would matter uphill versus flat? Or do you think the people who are going to crawl fast on the flat will still crawl fast uphill? Like, yeah. does it matter for
2: tactics? You can't, you can't roll.
0: You can't roll. So if you're good at rolling, what do you guys like better? Do you like it better up? I, I don't necessarily think I roll well or
2: crawl yeah.
1: that well. It's, only, it's the only hill of the course that you yeah. take it in order to crawl it. Right. I don't. I didn't think it was any, any worse crawling up last year. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't
0: think so either Hi. and have it being like soft isn't bad. Yep. And then I guess the only other real logical thing is like the spear. I mean, the, David, you brought up a good point about the, the monkey bars um, being after the barbed wire crawl. So that does seem like it's going to be the biggest problem, right?
2: Especially cause like how many people just came out of like nasty muddy hands and all ripped that bar, you know, like how big a problem is that going to be? If you're like the 10th guy to get there versus the first. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, again, like it's the monkey bars, you know, you can take your reverse grip if you need to and you,
0: and you chicken wing it. it.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I guess. <laughs>
0: um, and one other thing that I saw of oh, the, the tire flip, Mark, you were talking about your pump to see the tire flip here. Um, what do you think that surface is gonna be like? Because the tire flips it, you would imagine it could be a problem in a climate like Florida, but like there is a lot of like sand and gravel in this at this yeah. venue. And like Florida has that weird grass anyway. Just like yep. that spiky kind of weird grass that you can kind of get under. Like, how do you think you think this is gonna be a pro- like a problem?
1: I don't think so. I, I saw the pictures of it. It looked like it was on some pretty nice dry grass or sand. If it's sand, you just dig your hands into the sand and get under it. And it will be no problem at all. I don't think the pinch grip's even gonna be gonna be required for this one. Plus it's gonna be dry all week. It's not raining all week. So there's no water.
0: Yeah.
2: You remember it was Seattle a few years ago where like was one of the venues where like no one could flip the tire and uh I think West Virginia West Virginia's been a
0: problem. Yeah.
2: But a lot of that has to do with like, if the earth is really soft, then the tire gets flipped. And when it lands on the other side, it like, it like embeds itself Mm. in the soft earth. But if it doesn't have that, um, it shouldn't be a problem.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's gonna be fine. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. And there's not much you can really do in terms of strategy for that. like, are you guys going to have like an idea of like a, like a strategy? Like you want to say like what that strategy is leading into it? But are you going to think about different ways to approach from like a frame cargo to the finish, or is it just going to be like I just need to get through all this
2: stuff? I mean, at that point, it's kind of just like balls out, right? Yeah, yeah, that
1: like I have a specific strategy from that point on. It's at that point, it's just get to the finish. You know, I told I told Mark that for him. You know
2: he's basically the, as fast as anybody in the field. I can't think of anybody who can cover five k of running really faster than him. So he needs to basically be trying to dictate the pace to the, you know, to the other top athletes. And and you know if he goes in knowing, well, you know, VJ and and you know guys like VJ and Kempson, they they're pretty smooth when it comes to some of these obstacles, like you don't want to be getting caught in this gauntlet at the end, side by side with those guys, like try and gap them if you can.
0: You I know? agree. I wouldn't leave it up to, I wouldn't leave it up to that last gauntlet against those guys or like hope that they miss their spear. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you want to beat, if most people want to beat those dudes, like you gotta be ahead of them.
1: That's, after that's the spear. How, that's,
2: And that's how I'm approaching like anyone that I want to beat. I'm basically looking at it. Like I want to bury those guys in the first two and a half miles.
0: So what's going to separate it? Like last year it was clear, like the sandbag was like the separator and like the, the the even like the Z wall early kind of like separated some of the pack. But after the, the sandbag, like Atkins ha, had made his move and then, you know, Aaron made a crazy move during that as well. He moved like up like six spots or something like that. So it was a place to kind of
1: move around. Do we think it's going to be the bucket? Like, is that going to be the race? I think that's where we start to see people separate i think some people are gonna are gonna be able to hang with the top couple of packs um for until they get to the bucket and then i think the bucket will separate kind of the pretenders at that point point. and i think there's going to be you know slow separation between um between everyone just getting to the obstacle from the last mile i think that's what's going to come down to but i think it's gonna be really tight we might even see a, a closer grouping between the top 10 this year than we did last year what was it a minute was it like less than a minute and a half last year between yeah something like that first and 10th i think we're gonna see it even tighter this year i mean especially because actions isn't there right
2: and and you know as much as everyone's talking about how this is like not as deep a field as as last year like in many regards it's deeper um it's you're missing what two or three of the top 10 guys but only one of the top five guys and then Mm -hmm. you're adding some extra guys back into the field like bracken wasn't there last year and he's coming back and there's a lot of guys who have improved from last year like mark's much better um yeah
0: you're you're back nick Riker's gonna be improved ready to rock like all those guys who are like 11 to like 13 14 they're all gonna be better you know exactly and and if there's anybody else that can bring i i agree like yeah because atkins isn't here like you know kent's not coming right but like Everybody else is going to be there.
2: That so wasn't this, here last year, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, you know, like, it's not that different a field from last year. You're missing Newell. Johnny. Johnny, Hosek, and Atkins are, like, yeah. really the only players not there. But And and Veerman, who wasn't here last year. He wasn't here last so year. So, it's, it's a very similar race to last year. Plug and play a couple different guys.
0: Totally. And, like, yeah, and I like to Mark's point, like, yeah, I think that the depth of field that will continue to, like – it'll be really, really tight. Like, I think that we'll see that for sure. Um, I think that,
2: like, top five, like you've got like four or five, like tier one guys, and then like a lot of tier two, like tier two, tier three extends like another 15, 20 guys. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see where people are really stacked up on a very different course than the rest of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, like, it's going to be, this might be, easy like last year wasn't bad the way they kind of set it all up so i'm definitely excited for this um yeah what else anything else jump out do you like the course what do you think
2: yeah i mean for for i think for both of us it's a really good course we've been spending so much time running 5ks every weekend right that opening up with two miles and then getting some more distance in between obstacles after the bucket it's like it's kind of a dream come true course and then yeah. right when you're floating, you get to catch your breath on all the obstacles. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Um, cool. And, like, how are you guys feeling about Spartan Cross? Are you guys looking forward to it? You guys are both doing it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, personally, you know, the last half mile really is what's going to likely dictate this race for me. So getting to run through it three times um on, <laughs> yeah. fri- on friday is gonna be quite the confidence boost yeah for sure no, seriously that's, that's definitely
2: gonna help. as long as our hands aren't like ripped to pieces um i think it's gonna be great i mean um spartan cross is a concept it's gonna be really fun um you know just think motocross meets obstacle racing it's pretty dope um and you know especially if there's like if we're not doing burpees and there's no spear, and it's like really just like who's got fitness let's go dope. yeah yeah it's pretty dope. Lay it down but yeah, I mean, we're not gonna all out that, you know, we're probably gonna like eighty percent it. And I'm sure, like, if VJ runs, he'll just, you know, blaze through that thing. But like, we're not, we're not trying to, you know, kill ourselves. We're just, we, they wanted us to demo it, and and uh, basically Watson reached out to me and asked me if I was interested in demoing this course. And and I didn't even know it was gonna be like a six man thing until like he told me later. But then I said, yeah, I'm in. And then and then I said I'm traveling down with Mark. And he said, is Mark gonna do it? Yeah so yeah why not let's get some practice
0: sweet yeah i think i I think it's yeah it's a perfect way to kind of put it like that and when you look at this though it doesn't seem like um because there's no uh like twister or anything i think your hands are gonna be fine too because that's what i was concerned about like if like there was like twister monkey bars rig and like there was three or four of these things and you had to do them all but this this isn't that
2: well, you know, three plate drags, three rope climbs, three hoists, three monkey bars, three multi rigs—that's a lot of grip. So, I do think if yeah. you're running it all out, your rip will wear out. I don't know that your hands are going to peel apart, but uh, your grip is definitely going to be tired.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: like, I guess when I think about it, I get more—I'm more familiar with ripping my hands on like uh, pull-up bars and stuff like that. But I've, I don't know whether it's like that have that much of volume on like pulling ropes. So, ropes. That's a good, good point. Out,
2: man. Yeah, ropes, it's a good point. Ropes can- Think about like coming down a rope climb fast or, uh, doing a Tyrolean traverse, you know, like that'll eat your skin. I
0: have a scar on my leg from my first Spartan race in like 2016 from the first traverse, just like yanking myself over like a dummy. I have scars
2: from 2012.
0: (laughs) I can't, I can't imagine. (laughs) Um, well, cool fellas. I think that we, I think we wrapped this up pretty good and, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this thing throws down. I think it's going to be really fun and fast, um, a, a race to that bucket and then just, uh, run fast and then just keep running and don't miss any obstacles. I'm like,
2: I mean, is there really any more, like, maybe the, maybe the big key is don't, don't like blow your wad in the first 800 meters of this course and then run fast from there on out. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't think, I don't like, it's going to be hard. I don't, it's like Mark's, I don't think he's even 800 meters. Like, I don't even think you can blow yourself up from the start to the water and the water's so slow. Like Mark and I, Mark and I came out of it last year and we were sprinting like, like, so I don't know I, this. Like, this yeah. So yeah, just get in position. Don't get disqualified somehow. <laughs> like, and <laughs> then get out and run real well.
2: Don't get lost. I know. I know a lot about uh, that.
1: Especially Rich and I together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. At Palmerton. Oh my goodness. But that was like a trail one. David, you get have you gotten lost on Spartan
2: races before? Like more times than anyone in the history of Spartan races. They
0: used they used to have those weird like uh, like streamers that you had to follow in the woods, yeah, right? Like because they
2: why.
0: yeah they were hard to follow. i happened you're to like me once in Jersey the
2: woods. Like you're like you'd stop and you'd be like there. Like, <laughs>
0: it was yeah like how far have i been on this wrong course like i just cut half of it i have no
2: idea where i am the first first part race i ever won was in florida in miami and i crossed the finish line and then second place crossed the finish line and then no one else crossed the finish line for like 12 more minutes and we were like "Uh uh-oh and we got to, we got to ten minutes before the award ceremony for missing a part of the course. Uh, so. It's
0: like we would have given it to you if you didn't cheat really bad, <laughs> <laughs> but you did.
2: Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, we know a little something about that.
0: Yeah, so, so I think I think everybody's in the clear on this one. Um, sweet fellas. All right, well, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit stop on this. Uh, but everybody out there is racing. I hope this is helpful. I hope you get out there and kill it. See you sweet. later. Thanks, Rich.
2: See you. Dude.